Look who's back. We're back. We're here. It's been a little t- while, a little longer than we expected. That uh, that break, that one month break turned into two. It was a nice summer. What can we say? And it was a really brutally slow August. But guess what? We're back. The red and gold's back. Niners are here. The quest for six begins now. But first, the gold cast intro. Let's get busy. San Francisco, are you ready? This is the gold cast. Boom! Yes! We're back! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom! Let's go! Let's go! Here we are, the cusp of another season. So much happening, so much anticipation, so much excitement. 49er faithful, we are back. Goldcast Nation is here. It's time. Another season begins. Another year begins for the Goldcast. Let's go. You missed us, didn't you? I know you did. It's okay. I missed you too. We did miss you. Raymond, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good and just kind of ready to get through preseason. At first, I was elated to just see them back on the field. And once things got going, I was just like, man, get this over with and just get back on the regular season. Because I need to, once the stats really start counting, that's when that's when things get real. Agreed. Uh, it's been great to, you know, our unofficial third member of the Gold Cast, Rudy Solis Jr., always my, our father. For new listeners, he always says something really great that I truly appreciate. He says, if you're good at something in preseason, you have a chance of being okay in regular season at it. But if you're bad at something in preseason, you are going to be really bad at it in the regular season. Now, Raymond, so with that in mind... Let's start first with just any have you seen any red flags with this 49ers preseason so far with the team? What do you think? What are you seeing? And let's start with red flags and then we're going to go into the positive. But Raymond, first thing before we begin, I do want to say it's great to hear your voice on the Gold Cast again. So, it's great to be back. I wish we would we're still working on the video thing we actually have a platform now just wanted to get this out of the way we have a platform now the only thing we need to do is up the internet bandwidth juice on rudy's end but um everything else is pretty much ready to go we just needed to rudy recently moved so just a, a quick little um catch up on some of you people so he moved the internet has changed and we actually need to turn up the juice in order to for it to synchronize properly in video format so if you're wondering why you're still listening to this via audio that is why so no bs anyways um as far as preseason goes you know i haven't noticed any i mean there's little things like just polish getting the new guys getting the new guys up to speed, the draft picks, the rookies, guys coming off injury, 
guys still in injuries. Josh Garnett has kind of been a surprise to me. I thought that guy was just going to fall off the plant, but now he's actually looks like he's competing for his guard role, which is great. And uh, passing wise, I mean, statistically the Niners have the best offense in the preseason. So I think that is actually, I don't know if we'll have the best, best offense in the league, but I have a feeling if, last year's five game stretch was any indication that the Niners will be far much more effective uh, on the offensive side of the football because of Jimmy G's just efficiency throwing the football and making reads and reading defenses and going through his progression so he looks fantastic by the way so little things here and there that he could clean up but overall very satisfied with what I see from him and just I think he, he like the rest of the team is eager to just kind of get going in the regular season when everything starts to really count they can put together everything that they've been doing because now Jimmy G instead of like having a crash course of four weeks to kind of get an inkling of Kyle Shanahan's offense now he's had an entire offseason to study all of that information so we saw how good he did during a crash course version of interpret interpreting that that very complex scheme now we're going to see what an entire offense of interpretation is going to look like with all of his offensive weapons and new weapons to go to boot so that's that's what i'm very very excited for i'm super pumped too this would you say raymond is this the most anticipated 49ers season in probably a decade. I mean, I would say maybe the season Alex Smith joined the team. Do you think that's the most? What, what do, you, do you think this is the most anticipated season of the last, like, maybe 15 years? I would say the last time that I was this excited was in 2011 when we went to the NFC Championship game. So yeah, I would say because the next year we were like, oh my gosh, we were so close. And then we came up short. You know, Kyle Williams is the worst person ever in America. He should not play football anymore. That's what the radical said. (laughs) (laughs) But but the truth was that 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 was probably the last time. Poor Kyle Williams. (laughs) That was probably the last time anyone was really excited about the 49ers. But now we're just kind of... Now we're more, I think the elation now is even greater than that, even though we had a a, a, a very justified reason to be super excited for the team because we finally got back to the playoffs. Alex Smith was a big proponent of that. We had gotten so close to the Super Bowl, but just fell short just for a cup, two play. It just took two plays to really kind of knock ourselves out of that tournament. But now we have a different type of elation where we don't, we're not coming off of a playoff loss. We're coming off of, you know, significant promise, you know, in the future, in the immediate future. And it all stems from the quarterback position in Jimmy Garoppolo. I obviously didn't even need to say that, but to be clear, that's what we're talking about here. That's, that's what all of the, all of the galvanization that's brewed up in the off season dating back from the five game stretch. All of that is because what we all see in Jimmy Garoppolo is the potential for something really special. And we're all just eager to see if that's going to materialize over the course of this season. And if we're going to still feel that way at the end of the season, or even after a few weeks, even by the, the bye. So I feel pretty confident about it because he's had four years of polish. So it's his scenario very much reminds me of the Steve Young scenario. Only Steve Young was like 30 when he finally got his chance to start. Uh, But we did trade for him when he was about 25 years old. So, but this time 
we the 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 point is that every quarterback who has had the chance to study under a great quarterback the chances of him doing well in his career are really really high compared to a quarterback who doesn't have that chance or the rare quarterback that just comes out and does well from the get-go like a Carson Wentz he's a very rare exceptional breed everyone else really has to work on their game and mature and work their way through it and Jimmy G has Jimmy G has done that under the under you know within the shadow of Tom Brady you know which is a really good person to do that under uh, Steve Young did it under Joe Montana and Aaron Rodgers did it under Brett Favre and they all thrived so I see that same formula being duplicated and every time I've I've seen that formula in the past it's led to success so I think that's one of the reasons why we all feel really good about the potential here is because it's based off of a proven formula that we've seen work not only with our franchise but with other franchises so I don't know how if you feel the same way if you see it in that light or if you have a different ver- interpretation of why why we're so excited or you know what where this is coming from but you know I'm curious to get your take. So it's a combination of things. First of all, I forgot about the 2011 season after losing the NFC Championship because I knew the day after we were going to the Super Bowl next year. And I think a lot of people felt that way. I would say, let's rank these really fast and then I'm going to get to your question. I would say that's probably the most anticipated season in the last 10 years. I would say Alex Smith getting drafted was probably the second most anticipated season. Then I would say then I would say this one is third and then fourth is probably Harbaugh signing because people were really excited about Harbaugh. There was a lot of questions surrounding him because he was a college coach. But do you agree with that ranking? We go 2012 season after losing the NFC Championship, probably the most anticipated season. Next one, Alex Smith getting drafted. Third, Jimmy G's second season. Fourth, Harbaugh. Would you say those are the top four most anticipated seasons we've ever had? Yeah. I mean, Jeff Garcia losing in the— Of this Jeff era. Garcia of this era. But, well, this era, I would say— I don't, my, my elation only goes as far back as 2011— and then Harbaugh coming in, you know, I mean, when Harbaugh came in, I didn't know what that was going to be like. I knew he was a pretty good pro, wasn't a great pro, but he was a good pro. You know, he was called Captain Comeback for a reason. So I knew he had some fire and grit as a player. I just didn't necessarily know how that was going to translate as a coach. Although when we looked at his red record, we did see a lot of wins. And so we saw a, a trend within him. We just never didn't know if that was going to also be the case within the pro league. And that turned out to, yes, be the case within his first three seasons. So he did, clearly knows what he's doing and still knows what he's doing over there in Michigan, but who cares about college football? It's amateur hour. So, but as far as the Niners are concerned, yeah, I'd say that's pretty <laughs> All right, so let's get back to this. Of course, of course, when we traded for Jimmy G last year, the one caveat, the one nugget, I had, you know, it's funny, it's funny when you hear people who don't really know anything about football and they talk about Jimmy G. I was reading some article the other day at a computer and a coworker of mine looked at the computer and said, oh man, pff, good luck. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, and pointed at the computer, I was like, Jimmy G? He goes, yeah, man. You know, he's one of one of Brady's, uh, uh, Brady's backups. Brady's backups, do, don't they don't do well. And I was like, are you watching football? Or are, are you just like, listening to a podcast from some other from some analyst from three years ago what are you talking about what on earth are you talking about um 
I've heard silly things like that, but no, the anticipation, the caveat was Kyle Shanahan. If it was anybody else, if it was anyone else coaching, and I said this when we traded for him, if it was anyone else coaching the team, the, I would be so nervous. If it was Chip Kelly, I would have been nervous. But we have Kyle Shanahan. We have one of the greatest offensive minds in the league leading this team. We have a very aggressive, very driven GM in John Lynch. And we have now the triple-headed monster of Jimmy Garoppolo. He has a poise and a presence in the pocket that I have not seen since Joe Montana. His style is not conducive to Steve Young. It's much more closer to something like Joe Montana. Uh, There was this great article I read on The Ringer, and they were talking all about Kyle Shanahan's uh, must-haves for a quarterback. And one of the things that he wanted, that that he was really adamant about, was the throwing mechanics of, of, of his quarterback. And what he was looking for, a quarterback that threw and put his weight on his front leg and not on the back. And he was really adamant about this. And he said that quarterbacks who do this actually use more of their hips and their was this body. Was podcast or an article? And that's what generates the article. Yeah, it was an article. Great article. I sent it to you. I sent it to, I sent it to you and Pops. Uh, maybe you guys didn't check it out. But great article. And he talks all about the throwing mechanics. And Jimmy G was one of the guys on his short list of QBs in the league that pass like this. And he's really, really big on the throwing mechanics. And he talked about how this is like his like one requirement that they have to have is they have when they throw, they're leaning on their forward leg and their 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 front leg and they're using more torque and more hips and they're not leaning back. And by doing this, it just creates a different kind of throwing mechanic and they're using their whole body and it makes for a stronger, more powerful throw, according to Kyle Shanahan. So I love this. He was looking at it. Jimmy Garoppolo was one of the few guys that had it. They reached out for him around the the draft. New England said no way. Then they asked for Tom Brady, which is said, you're out of your mind. And then that was it. He comes back. Then Bill Belichick calls him back in October, says they're interested in making a deal. We make the deal. The rest of the season's history. We have the triple-headed monster of John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo. And if it was any other th- if any of those pieces was missing right now, I would not be excited. But that combination when you have a GM and a coach and a quarterback that are in line with each other, that have a single-minded goal that complement each other's strengths and weaknesses, that is a recipe for success. I still don't think this is the season where we completely break out. I think between 8 and 10 wins is probably pretty realistic, and we'll talk more about that next week. But I do believe that we have the makeup now to really go on a run. I think we're definitely one of the dark horses for the playoffs. We're like everybody's dark horse for the playoffs. We're not even a dark horse. We're like a spotlight horse. I don't know what you call that, but we're a spotlight horse for it. This is definitely, we definitely have an opportunity. And all I can say is, I am so pumped that they're back. We're back. Gold cast, red and gold, 49 and faithful. Let's go. Let's go. What are your thoughts? I like the, I'm going to have to check out that article because I really like the part that you detailed about the throwing mechanics. I love the technical aspect of football just because it's so complex. It's so nuanced. And just seems to get more and more nuanced, especially as the league changes the rules and really forces players to adopt 
borderline impractical technique, at least on the defensive side of the football. So, but on the offensive side, you know, things, some of the rules do change also that require, you know, like the catching rule for one, you know, where they're positioned out of bounds, how their feet have to be. But quarterbacks in particular, yeah. For example, like Kaepernick could never, he tried to change his throwing motion from his, from his three quarter overhead pitch motion, which is the same one that Tim Tebow has. And you know, coincidentally, they're both out of the league, uh, you know, obviously for more than one reason, but you know, in, in Kaepernick's case, he had the three-quarter overhead throw, which was very akin to a pitcher in MLB. But it doesn't work well in the NFL. I mean, he, he, I mean, he obviously had a lot of high moments and was more prone to running than throwing accurately on a consistent basis. He was more like a 55%, you know, in the 50% range in terms of completion percentage, you know, between 55 and 60 is where he typically hovers. Jimmy G kind of is more in the 65, 70% range, which is, you know, starting to, you know, if he get, as he gets better, there's a good chance he'll start creeping into, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts to creep into Aaron Rodgers territory, which is really, really difficult to do. If there's Aaron Rodgers and there's Steve Young. And, you know, you want to pass that efficiently, you, Jimmy G's got a opportunity with, the way he, the manner in which he throws and how quick he can release, it, it's much more conducive to the speed of the NFL and how routes are anticipated. Jimmy G's very good at anticipating routes. So I'll have to check that out because that sounds that sounds like a pretty int- – I, I think I started to read the article. Is it the one that talks about how they led up to the Jimmy G trade? It sounded like you were talking about a little bit about that too. Yeah, it was the, it's, it's the article. You know what? I'll put a link in the, I'll put a link in the description of the iTunes um, podcast. So if you guys want to read it, it's from The Ringer. I love the guys at The Ringer. Those are my dudes. And uh, they, uh, they just did a great article all about the it – was, it was kind of centered around his contract and whether – you know, what – earned him such a crazy contract and it went through the whole history of the trade and what Kyle Shanahan was looking for the other thing about Jimmy G is just the intangibles he's just such a leader you know we heard all the mic'd ups and I just haven't heard someone really talk like that um in a in a 49 Alex Smith Alex Smith definitely had 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 uh had that you know he was big on leadership but I mean Jimmy G just he has all the intangibles all the tangibles it's I'm not it's so easy to get excited because of what we have. The 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 part I'm worried about so the part I'm a little worried about, I am worried about the defense. I think that front four is pretty tough. I'm just a little we you know, I'm I where's our you know, I'm looking for the Alden Smith minus uh the intense intense personal turmoil. <laughs> I'm you know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm look looking for that pass rusher that is going to strike fear in the hearts of offenses in the hearts of quarterbacks and I just don't know where that's coming from yet and I'm not sure if he's even here on the team this year so that the defense wins championships and what I don't want to see the 49ers do and I feel it's going to be a little bit like this this season I don't want us to be a one-sided Green Bay Packers, New England Patriots style team. I don't want to be this super offensive team that we're just getting shootouts and, you know, he who scores last wins. I don't, it's not practical. It's not conducive to winning consistent championships. Defense wins championships. Joe Montana 
did not win de- would not win championships on the back of crappy defenses. Every time they had a crappy defense, they lost in the playoffs. Those defenses is what are what held those teams together. Most of our Super wins are by blowouts, and and blowouts come from the offense scoring and the defense stopping. And those defenses were the reasons they were blowouts. Most of those New England Patriots Super Bowls are pretty close because they're shootouts. Just, oh my God, yawn, 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 yawn. But we need a violent defense. That is one piece of the Harbaugh era I would like to see return is a nasty, violent defense. And that's what uh, Robert Sala said we were going to have. And I just hope we see it in the regular season. What are your thoughts on the defensive side of the ball? Defensive side, I'm worried about the secondary's ability to be consistent. So I think the absence of Eric Reed, you know, who's decent against the run, not all that great in Kyle Shanahan's scheme. He was kind of like he only he was like 50% effective for what he needs out of the free the strong safety. So Tart is a better fit. Jimmy Ward, if Jimmy Ward can stay healthy, I'll feel good. You know, I, I think Akella Witherspoon has got potential, but he still has a lot to prove. Same thing with Adrian Colbert. The health is an issue. So I think I think the running defense is going to be a lot better this year. And But I think there's going to be liabilities in the intermediate and deep pass game. And I think that's some an area where we're going to potentially get a little chewed up. And that was somewhere that we struggled last year. I mean, we were ranked 22nd against the pass last year. And there was a little bit of improvement as the year progressed. But, I mean, we were also 22nd against the run last year, too. So I expect both of these areas to improve. I expect passing to kind of fall more along the lines of the middle of the road. And I expect running to start to actually push into the – the, the better half of the teams of the league. I don't know if it'll reach top 10. I, that would be, uh, that might be too optimistic. If our front four stays really healthy and lives up to the potential, then yes, they're going to get to top 10. I think that's a shoe in, but otherwise I expect them to kind of move into somewhere between 11 and 14th in, in terms of the rankings. So we'll just have to see how it pans out. But I really think the, the liability is going to be in the secondary. That seems to be where it's at. I mean, Andrew Luck had a lot of good passes against us. Granted, you know, I think their preseason is a lot about tinkering and rhythm and getting into getting into used to the speed of the game. And even then, people aren't playing at 100%. So it'll be about, you know, September. The month of September is going to be all the teams in the NFL getting acclimated to the season. You know, the first quarter of the season is very much like the preseason of the regular season, minus the fact that it doesn't count in preseason. So in this case, it's all going to count for those first four games. But those first four games are never indicative of what the rest of the season will be. There's statistics that can allude to what the projections will be. But for the most part, I feel like as an observer from the outside looking in, that it's that's when things really start to get established in terms of rhythm, synchronization, how everyone really embraces the scheme and is able to execute and how effective players can be and whether players are going to have a good season or not. We'll just have to wait and see. But I I agree that the defense is kind of, they got some store spots there. Yeah. It's the part I'm the most nervous about is the defense. 
Uh, I'm definitely nervous about that, but um, it needs to improve. Like I said, we're still a year away. The window has opened, Goldcast Nation. It is opened. We have now probably a five-year period, and this is the first year that it begins next year, and the following year will be the peak, and then we'll see what the next two years brings. But, the you know, NFL teams are pretty much designed to rise and fall in five-year periods. And the main thing you want to do, and this is really where the GM and coach come in, is to weather and always prepare for that storm that comes at about in the fourth or fifth year when you kind of have to turn everything over significantly. So the window has opened. Welcome to the new era of the 49ers. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So, Raymond, here's... Here's we're gonna here's what we're gonna do. So next week we're gonna be back, and next week when we come back, we're gonna go through the entire regular season, and Raymond and I are gonna tell you guys what we think is gonna happen in each game, and at the end we will give our predictions, our pre-season predictions of what the regular season will entail, Raymond. Before we leave, why don't you let them know, where can they find us? You can like us on Facebook.com slash The Goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Goldcast underscore. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Goldcast. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same moniker of The Goldcast. Like, subscribe, comment. YouTube is uh, particular, particularly good in terms of comment, the crowd for some reason is much is pretty interactive over there on the comment board. So if you want to get involved in the conversation, please do because we always enjoy it and try to do our best to respond to as many of you as we can. Um, so please uh, like, subscribe, give us feedback too. If you want to see some things added or incorporated into the show, we're always open to new ideas, uh, especially from the community. So you guys seem to be you're the ones that are helping drive this thing and giving us a reason to do it every week. So we are certainly open to hearing if you'd like to hear some other aspects discussed in addition to what we already talk about. Yep. Also, thank you to the thousands of subscribers that listen every single week. I forgot about that, right? I didn't even think about the fact that I did move. I did spend two weeks here in the middle moving, and that was actually another huge reason for the delay. Yes, so the next step, as Raymond mentioned, is we are going to up the bandwidth on my side, it's my side of the bandwidth, and basically that is uh, a couple of calls to my internet service provider, and uh, hopefully we'll get this bandwidth up and running to a level that will be of streaming quality. If we did it right now, it would be a freaking mess, but here's the thing, we have the platform, we have the recording, we got all of that done, um, but yes, we couldn't actually do that until I moved, and I've literally only lived in this my new place for one week so it's been done but we're back i can't impress upon you how much we missed all of you here we go the new season begins the quest for six begins now so concludes another edition of the gold cast we are the voice of the faithful i'm your host rudy swiss the third and with me is my brother my co-host Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom! I cannot wait for 
to play all these teams. And in particular, the LA Rams. You mother eppers got all my attention. Let's go. This is, is the Gold Cast.